As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. Welcome back. Another episode of The Beat, brought to you by BetMGM. I got it into the first sentence this time. I'm, of course, Nick <laughs> along with Brennan Quinn. On top. Uh, Brennan on location in the golf capital of uh, the world, Pittsburgh, PA. How we... <laughs> when you said you were in Pittsburgh for this golf tournament, I'm like, the hell is Pittsburgh hosting a golf tournament? I do not equate those two things together for some reason. No. Okay, so you don't know this, but like one of the like preeminent courses in okay. the country well, is in is just outside there's some pretty country there i guess yeah right out there in the hills and the mountains i'll tell you what so i've like come through pittsburgh a yeah. few times but i've never actually like planted a flag yeah. for a couple days uh i'm staying downtown which everyone tells me is not the right. best spot to be like pittsburgh's more of a neighborhood yes. city yeah, it's been a long time um, a long long time but shit man i've been bouncing around going to Various <laughs> establishments for food and beverage, and Pittsburgh is like a ten out of ten. It, we're on Wednesday. Yeah. I've been here since Sunday. It's ten out of ten. You're hobnobbing so, with the local um, I'm celebrities. Hob- I, yes, <laughs> maybe might might have hung out at a certain bar with a certain current NFL head coach who's in know, training camp but doesn't give a shit. Who's just. Straight chilling. We're on the same page, yeah. you know. It's all good. He's, good. He says, you know, you didn't see me. I say, hey, I didn't see you. And you didn't see me. Well, I doubt he's listening to this one, but maybe he is. Who knows? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't anyway. think so. No, no. But uh, I'm glad yeah. we're able to uh, record this week. It feels like I feel. I think the direction of the pod, uh, so much shit just happens like on a day-to-day basis oh, anymore. Yeah. That it's just flying. It's just going to be recaps and rants. Yeah, I think this is what people used to like. So, like, this is what we're going to (laughs) do this year, I think. Um, And it'll be about whatever, you know. Like, I think that's the idea. Um, Like, we're going to get in. Here's another thing about Pittsburgh. By the way, as I as I take a sip of my beer, the biggest problem with the city is that a 
enormous amount of the populace is under the impression that Yingling is a good beer. Well, I, I would agree. That's like Pennsylvania. That's that area or region and in Ohio, too. Um, it's swill. No, I agree. It's, it's terrible. terrible. I can't stand I mean, I never liked it. And, like, Solari is like going to come through the well just zoo get... here and kill us. But, like... Oh, well, Solari I mean, like, but that's... Right I agree. Off. I never liked it. I mean, every time we'd be in PA for something, I would always end up drinking Yingling. And I'm like, why the fuck? Why am I drinking Yingling? I'm like, what? I hate this shit. I don't get it. But I would, yeah. I would drink it every time. Just get, just get a big gulp cup and just scoop out some Allegheny now, River like, and just throw it down. I can the get hat. down with some of those. Like Milwaukee has that spotted cow um, that you find in every bar in Milwaukee. Yeah. Like that's amazing. Yes. So like there are places like Chicago has some too that are like you know local beers that like everybody likes that are pretty good. Like but <laughs> I can't I can't do Yingling. I agree. But like Yingling, even when I was in high school, which was like thousand years ago, forty yeah. years ago or something <laughs> in the sixties, like, Yingling, Yingling was you know it was like a step up from you know your your yeah. your beast. No, yeah, right. It's you the know, mid-level. your natty yeah. light, your natty ice, all that shit. Yeah, it used to be better. <laughs> and, and you get out here and people are like, oh, you got to get the Yingling. No, I'm like the fuck I do have to get the Yingling. It's terrible. So, but anyway, I digress. But anyway, back to the direction of the show here. <clears throat> As we're back in August, and this will be, uh, I think we're back on the weekly schedule the rest of the way, uh, as best we can, and there'll probably be some fill-ins here and there, but... We got quotas. I think for the most people. part, it'll be a free-flowing, you know, Michigan, Michigan State stuff uh, as it comes, and there'll be plenty of that to talk about. We're going to talk about some of that today, of course, as we always do, but, you know, other things, too, that sort of pop up and, and come along, we'll probably just kind of recap it and... Still college-centric. Yeah, yeah, mostly, yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, college football, college yeah. basketball. Mostly, of course, you know, relating to these teams and, and the things that are surrounding them. But this is something that's been um, a little bit all over the place. And I know people, uh, a lot of folks have rode with us through it all over the place. Many right? iterations. But, <laughs> many, many uh, But we'll try this one for a while and see how it goes. I mean, like, uh, folks have questions, <laughs> too, you know, like... Eventually, we're both going to get laid off, <laughs> and then we'll just call it, it a day. A different, and different show, right? This, Start a new this one. This podcast will take on the form of you and I it in a bar somewhere, just yelling at each other. that uh, old uh, Michael Scott said in the uh, meeting when they tried to buy the company. Like, I will start another company, and another company, yeah. and another one. Well, I have no shortage of names. We'll figure them out, you know, like, whatever. But anyway, back to the original uh, uh, format, I think, more or less. Hell yeah. Um, just maybe with a broader scope if there's some other things that uh pop up that we want to talk about but also like you know we always like doing the uh q and a's too so if folks out there have questions um about whatever you know you know we'll talk about whatever um i away. shot a, i shot an arrow across the sky did you see that in your mentions no what'd you say just now right before we yeah, hopped on i said anyone who wants to squeeze in okay a well if they get them in then we'll get, get them, them maybe in. at the so end we'll, we'll hit we'll hit that on the back but we've got some stuff. topics Planned we got for topics. the day, so we'll get into those. Do what do you want to start? You want to start with? Michigan no, I want to start State? with. Um, and I want to start with NIL actually, and then I want to go into okay. Michigan State, Let's and then we'll do some it. Michigan. Um, yeah. NIL. So what? It's been interesting to follow, right? I mean, there's been a lot of things that we've seen in these first several weeks, or or what have you, as everyone sort of yeah. feels their way around this thing. One thing that kind of got me into this that I wanted to talk about was and we can talk about this too, was the fan sites and some of these websites paying college athletes for interviews. But I saw mm-hmm. one interview today, and I don't know that this was a paid interview. It might have just been an interview. Um, Hunter Dickinson was on with Stu Douglas on Stu's podcast, which uh, I believe Stu's podcast is with uh, is it with Rob Douster in the uh, 
Yeah, that's on the field of field 68. Of 68. We'll, we, we'll call uh, Stu's podcast a friend. Friend of the show. Stu Douglas, <laughs> former guest, friend of the show, of course. Whether he wants to admit uh-huh. it or not, Stu Douglas, friend of the, friend of the and program. I've been on, I've been on his <laughs> oh, pod. Oh, perfect. Back in... Uh, I think in March it was me and Aunt Wright oh, on with him. Go. That was probably good up. Yeah, it was. It it's was probably, quite a show. I think probably good up. I, I don't know if we were all <laughs> drinking. I know I was. <laughs> probably a good up. So cross promotion there, of course. But Stu had Hunter on, and Hunter talked uh, about a lot of stuff. So you know, go check that out, of course. But for the full interview, but mm-hmm. uh, Stu asked him about NIL and like how that was going, and like Hunter Dickinson is a super interesting sort of case here in that you know he's a guy that could have went to the league, but really, I mean. It really made a lot of sense for him to sort of come back because, you know, the NIL opportunities. And, you know, we've talked about the policy that Michigan's had and some of the things that they go through. And, you know, Stu asks Hunter about this whole thing and he kind of explains the process. And it was, you know, he seemed annoyed that, you know, he has someone in his life that can help him sort of navigate some of this stuff. He gets an idea that he wants, but then he has to go through Michigan's process, which I don't, doesn't sound like his very seamless necessarily maybe it is maybe he's just annoyed it doesn't seem like they've got it quite all figured out and then also the question that Stu asks comes up about you know can you guys use the block m why can't you use the block m and you know hunter's thing there too same thing he seemed kind of annoyed he was like you know i think eventually we're gonna be able to use it but don't know why we can't right now what's going on long story short this brings me to my point here which all i could think about was NIL creates a lot of awkward situations, one of which being mm-hmm. players coming to understand and realize what schools can be in the real world <laughs> and what they're, right. how that impacts this whole thing. And it just, every time I see these little snippets, and I would also note, you know, Hunter Dickinson didn't have anything bad to say about anybody in particular or Jawan Howard. He said everyone's been supportive. It's just been an awkward process. And it sort of made me wonder. You know that layer to it. I'm curious on your thoughts on, on as you've sort of seen these things play out. I don't know if you've seen Hunter. I don't think you saw that interview today. It just happened, but no. I mean, yeah, yeah. So full. I mean, full disclosure. I've. I mean, I've been doing sure, this yeah. thing all week, so I've not listened just through a that snippet pod, of it. But we, we 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 talked about it earlier, and but this was all totally inevitable. Yeah, right. And like start start with the trademark thing. I don't. I, I'm not sure what the answer is here, and I don't. I don't think it's totally fair to just like shoot arrows. No. At the I don't schools either. that are trying to figure this out, because like, dude, I mean, that's copyrights and trademarks. That's not something you just willy that's a nilly big with. Logo, suddenly, like, folks. All, all rules are off. Like, no, like that just doesn't work. That, that logo way. is. You want to talk about a valuable piece of like intellectual property? By the way, before before you go go on, yeah. like that's not like nothing. Yeah. Okay, that's so continue. But yeah, I just wanted to make sure people. It it, it is that. it is the school. It's everything. It, it, it is the yeah. school and. And I, I don't think it's just a matter of, okay, we approve what you do or don't use it with. Like, it's just not that simple. Yeah. When you have, um, uh, you know, clothing – not clothing contracts. What am I thinking of? What's the – Apparel, just in general? Yeah. Apparel, yeah. yeah, yeah. Your, your, your apparel and, deals, yeah. your, all of these contracts that are in place, you, it just doesn't work that guys just are able to now do whatever they want. Yeah. And I'm not sure, like – there are places that have been kind of going above and beyond, being like we're leaning hard. Well, yeah, that's where a lot of this gets NIL and like what Ohio State. How I'm not I'm not sure how they're handling issues like 
trademarks and copyright infringements and, and using logos and using all these things. Um, like Kentucky basketball is apparently just like offering their guys the world. Yeah, Ohio you State's know, doing the same thing with football. There, right, but there's a difference between being like, look, we can set you up with this sponsorship, whatever, that's going to pay you X amount of dollars versus like you can use our logo on your clothes. So I don't think that that's as cut and dry. Um, with everything else, like knowing Hunter a little bit and, and talking with plenty of people who've been around and like, I, I do think that he, he might've been a little bit under the impression that he was, like, he, he's going to come back and he can just do whatever that's correct. he wants. Yes. <laughs> it was an incredible reaction by him. I was like, this is amazing. And Stu was like, you could see the wheels turning. Stu's like, Oh, I got a good one here. And he just kept on it. Stu's a great interviewer. Continue. Go ahead. Yeah. Sorry. Like, I, I, I do know uh, uh, when he, like, decided to come back, like, one of his first questions was, like, what car dealership am I getting hooked up with? And it was just, like, it was just maybe a little ahead of his skis it. on, like, what this actually plays out. And I don't, I don't either. Like 21 yeah. years old. I'd be the yes. same way. I'd be, like, I'm sponsoring right. the, the bars. I'm sponsoring a car dealership. I'm getting my own clothing oh, apparel. Yeah. Like, I'm oh, doing man. all the, yeah. you know, blah, blah, blah. So... I mean, I think a lot of it is going to be basically, this is what this year is going right. to be. No one knows what the hell is going be, on. Yeah. And all this shit needs to kind of find some kind of um, landing mm-hmm. pad, you know, for lack of a better term, of what goes, what doesn't, how does it actually look, and what's going to be the language in these contracts, yeah, right. right? I mean, lawyers upon lawyers and the compliance people and all this shit. Like, basically, these deals went through without any, like, boilermaker, uh, not, is that, the word, is that the word I'm thinking of? Like, boilerplate. Boilerplate. Right. Boilermaker. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it just right. happened out of nowhere. It, like, without, sh- without, like, anything yeah. in place right. of how this thing's going to be translated across the yeah. country. And all those things in every other aspect of college athletics already exist, from contracts for scheduling to contracts for coaches. Like, all those things pre-exist. None of this pre-exists. So, what's going to happen? You're going to have people going in 10,000 different directions for the next year, maybe two years, yeah. whatever it's going to be. But I will say, uh, I am all for Hunter Dickinson just going ham. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> it was a great interview. It was just like it was... And trying to do whatever yeah, he I mean, to he, do. And I look forward to listening to He wasn't podcast. like yelling and screaming, but I mean, he was just telling the truth, you know? And it was like, it was an interesting... Mm-hmm. Yeah, he would be a fun cover. But yeah, I mean, it, it goes back to that uh, the original point where it's just like there's all all these things that are sort of attached to this. And I would say, too, that with the uh, logo, um, yes, I do – I know that there are people at Michigan that are going to push hard um, for that to be something that all the athletes get to use. I know that that's – I mean, Jordan Acker was at football practice uh, with Harbaugh mm-hmm. last week. Uh, I think it was, and and Arbaud asked him in front of the team, like, "Are you? Can you help us out? You know, kind of work for us and help us out here, and see if we can get this thing figured out." And he was like, "Yeah, totally." And the whole team, you know, cheered and all that. And so, I know that that's like already something that's undergoing. But to your point earlier, yeah. like, it was this like race to see how many, how fast you could get it okay. And some schools were like, "We don't give a shit. Have it. Go for it." Right? Yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think it should. And I think it's important to note that. I can't promise, though, that there won't be difficulty, like, that they won't have this easy road to just, you know, 
you'll be able to get it okayed and pretty quickly you'll be able to use that logo. But I think it'll happen in time. I just don't know how quickly that'll happen. It's not yeah. that it can't be done. It's that a, it, there needs to be it's some kind of, whether it's confines, whether it's you know the contractual language, whatever it is. But all these things that just get rushed to be right. done, like Michigan's not just never going to be that place. Right. No, never. That, yeah. And you have that, to know that too. Be like, yeah. You can do it and we'll figure it out later is never going to be the protocol. And it, and it is you know in Ohio I mean? State. So other places I mean will it, be, you know, right. And like one thing I know you want to talk about is uh, you know, some of these media outlets making agreements or, or companies making agreements with, with mm-hmm. current student athletes for NIL deals that are just being kind of yeah. thrown together, signed, and Crazy. then two, three weeks later actually figuring out what they yep. mean. There's been a lot yep. of that. I know of like one high major basketball program Guys sign deals with a certain media outlet. Not only compliance, but like the athletic department. I guess, I guess, like legal mm-hmm. saw it and was like, "Hey, these these guys like basically signed away all their right. shit." Right? Yeah, you can't right to that company, and like this is we have to figure out a way to get these guys out of it for their own well being. Right. Yeah, they're not, they're going to so owe them a like, dime the, on everything they make. Yeah, right. All that shit's already yeah. happening. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And it's going to get really con- – like once once the season hits, I'll be curious to see when football gets rocking and you get, you know, the wide receiver from Old Miss mm-hmm. who catches a 99-yard touchdown and makes some stunning play that sets Twitter yeah. on fire. And it's just going to be, yeah. you know, the world gets thrown at this guy yeah. and in a 12-hour window – does he make as much money about it off of it, or does he sign away his, his livelihood or whatever in you know in the snap of a finger? Like, how do those things work out? Who are the caretakers for how this happens? Yeah, that's um, up to the individual. It's really, yeah. it is dicey. Yeah. It's dicey, and that's up to the individual because that's another thing that you know Dickinson had noted to Stu. He was like, you know, he has someone. You know, it's not an agent, I guess, uh, mm. but more or less, you know, someone. I don't even know what... Like, what I don't know what you mean, would call the person, anymore. but it's like a business right. manager is what it sounded like. Someone who's, you know, sort of the filter for him on, hey, this looks like a fraud and this doesn't. So he has someone in his right. life that's helping him. But to your point, like, <laughs> there's a lot of... Probably a lot more kids who don't. Um, mm-hmm. And, yeah, all the things that people talked about... Uh, a lot of coaches would talk about these things, but, you know, they never talked about, uh, hey, uh, the school is also kind of... Uh, <laughs> A business that you know is gonna fuck with you if you if you are uh, getting in their way. So like, it's been interesting. I don't think that Michigan's gonna like trying to drag their feet on purpose on any of that stuff or whatever. But like, these little things are gonna come up a lot, and it's just gonna be this awkward, mm-hmm. weird thing. Um, and communication is gonna have to be more important. I mean, yeah, that's the other thing too. I guess I guess to note on this one, like Michigan had that policy too about. I don't know if Michigan State has this where there was this like <clears throat> lag time where, cause the thing he's talking about that he's frustrated with is you've got to send in this request and it takes a minute for them to get back. Like to your point about, hopefully it's nothing like their four year right, I mean, to your point about a viral moment, <laughs> I mean, that, yeah. you know, you're not going to be able to do that. That's a great point. It's not that's right. A great point. So like you're going to have to figure, I, that's the first thing I think we all saw that when um, they came out with their policy you know, you got to figure something out with the logo and you got to figure something out so they can use, you know, those viral spots. Because, like, Jordan Poole would not have been able to profit 
the next day right. off of his shot via this policy. Right. That's ridiculous. That's completely and probably not even for a couple days. It, <laughs> I mean, right? You it, know, it so is, but like there's this this great <clears throat> I get it of like but, being able to profit sure. of being able to profit off of like you can't just be straight up paid, mm-hmm. right? It is ba- the basic understanding of things. So like because in my mind, I'm like, if I'm Jordan Poole and I hit this shot, I'm just going to tweet my Venmo yeah. name. Pit it up. And then go yeah. to bed. And then wake up. And shit's going to be awesome. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Wake exactly. up to $1.6 million um, in my Venmo account. But it, it doesn't It doesn't work that way. Like, you can't put, you know, you can't put PayPal names on the back of jerseys and shit. Like, it's right. just, it's not that. There needs, there is a degree of structure to it. And I don't know... I think the schools are trying to figure oh, yeah, that out, yeah. and I think the a, a large number of the athletes aren't even sure what is no. legit and what is not, and they just think it's just like a free for all right. in a lot and of ways. What's going to happen not as you go forward? There's going to be more and more of those business managers, whatever you want to call yeah. the name. They will have a name that you know that very quickly. We. This is what we need Brother, to do. We'll Nick. be we reading. Need to, pro- we need to drop this nonsense. You and me, we start the company, and we the NIL <laughs> agency or or whatever. NIL anyway, Illustrated. We'll be, there you I'm go. sure we'll be reading about the rising stars in that business very soon. Uh, in any event, like those ty- like it's all just it's all one big giant like type of thing where like yeah, it, yeah I mean yeah. it's just going to be a really complicated. Uh, thing where it's like where does it end like because the schools are not like to your point you're worried and rightly so like kids are you know you don't want to be taken advantage of and these business managers eventually are going to get this whole thing where it's like us against them the school's not going to just give mm-hmm. away things that they don't have to give away and if it's going to result in this someone somewhere along the way at some point soon is going to sue a school that they're playing at right Right, 100%. like, and it's gonna be like, yeah. okay, here we go, and like, that's gonna start right another thing. So, I just every time I see something like this, this wasn't a big deal, but every time I see something like this, it just reminds me of all these things that just bubble up that are interesting. I guess. Yeah. yeah. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with twenty four seven U.S. based live customer service from Discover. Everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. DirecTV gives you access to apps like Netflix and live sports right next to each other. I don't get it. Let me put it in pigeon terms. It's like that one amazing dumpster with the old fruit and cardboard all in one place. How am I supposed to keep up with illustrative metaphors when you are making me so hungry? Get live TV and streaming apps together without a satellite. Visit directtv.com. Requires high-speed internet-connected Gemini device and separate paid subscription to watch Netflix on DirecTV. Terms and restrictions apply. And I, I feel like there's probably any any anti-NIL people listening to this podcast, which I can't imagine yeah, there's many, yeah. unless, unless... Not on this. Yeah, everyone Izzo gets this. It was obviously... I don't yeah. know. I don't, I don't think he does. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> but, um, like, there, there can be a degree of, like, see, this is why mm-hmm. it didn't work. Sure. And, and I don't... 
I like I don't buy that. I I, I do feel like the the answer is going to ultimately be somewhere in the mm-hmm. middle, but is it was it kind of thrown into effect? Yeah. Probably, you know, and and it was it's the NCAA's own doing though for dragging its goddamn feet well, for so right. long on getting it done that they finally got to the breaking point and had to just kind of throw their hands up and say fine right. and then just put it into effect and now and as we always say it's the wild as West. we always say on this show the NCAA is the schools so it's exactly. the schools exactly. fault. To right. young Mr. Hunter Dickinson's fault or uh, point, the school's fault that uh, these questions continue to arise. And but either way, we'll see how it all gets navigated. What's your read on Harbaugh and and all of this? <clears throat> I don't know. Like, I think he is sort of. It's an interesting thing, right? Because like, what I've asked this to myself a bunch. Like, in what is the coach's role there? I think the coach right. needs to be open to the player um, if the player has any questions about like, hey, uh, you know, because Harbaugh would be someone, like Jawan Howard would be someone like that would, would yeah. have advice. And Dickinson actually said like, Jawan, you know, if you have a question for him about whatever, you know, he's always open to it. I think Harbaugh is too. He certainly seems like it. Uh, and that I think should be probably his role, right? Is to just be someone who's like, look, I've gone through as a 20 year player, I have a unique, that's what he should be doing. I mean, I, I don't know all the way. I don't. I haven't heard otherwise. But, like, you know, as a guy who's worked with, you know, agents before and signed endorsement deals and all this stuff, like, yeah, you don't want, you know, he's not going to go over every single thing with a fine-tooth comb. But, like, right. you know, you got to be there and kind of present yourself as, like, look, I can sort of point you in whatever direct. You know, I don't know. But I don't know how detailed that gets. And that's the bigger question of, like, you know, that's an avenue for him that he should be leaning into. In recruiting. Yeah. And, you know, is he? And, you know, that because, I don't know. I mean, these are things over the years that, like, Harbaugh was never opposed to this, I don't think, you know, ever. I think he was always, like, they should be able to do all this stuff. But, like, there's going to be a lot of issues that come with that that we have to also, you know, all that stuff. But at this yeah. point, it's, like, it's here. So, go with it. And there's, there's a difference between saying in recruiting, hey, yeah, we're all in. We're Yeah, we're all about NIL. We'll, we'll yeah, get to right. what we can. Of course blah, we blah, are. <laughs> and, like, and being one of those guys who's like, we have a plan. This is what it looks like. This is why I support yeah. it, right? Like, this is what we want to be doing for you. Like, those are two very different things. Yes. And, like, if I look at the landscape of the four coaches, right, that we talk about, like – Izzo's in a spot where, like, Izzo's going to recruit Izzo players and be like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, we'll figure NIL, it out. NIL, yeah. great. You know right. what I mean? But, like, he's not – he does not need to be going no, to yeah, the no, living whatever. rooms. You know what I mean? And With with charts. Right, yeah. Saying this is what – it's just not right. happening, okay? <clears throat> Juwan Howard, I feel like Michigan recruiting is hot enough and he is his own mm-hmm. thing and the brand is big enough that it doesn't – that he can just give the nod and, yes, it will all be taken care of, Right. Mel Tucker, I feel like they need to be leaning hard oh God. into it, yeah. which they I believe are. they, they are. are. Yeah, oh yeah. Right? They've been all... And then there's Harbaugh. And and with him, I feel like they should be leaning into it. But there's... If I'm going to guess what the conversation in the living room is, it's probably like, yeah. Well... NIL, we're, we're on board. You know yeah. what I mean? But like... But now he also has a massive support staff that who knows what they're doing and all that. But like... 
the head coach is his own thing. I agree. Thing. And I'll say this. This is where they lose because Mel Tucker and his staff have publicized how involved and planned and blah, blah, all this stuff that they were about NIL. Mm-hmm. They've talked about it with people. So when you right. do that, people know about it. They talk more about it and other people see it. Michigan football never does that. They never do it. Ever. So like, mm-hmm. <laughs> we don't know. We don't know. I mean, for all I know, my 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 guess would be is that he is open to, like if Aiden Hutchinson comes up to Harbaugh and says like, hey, I got to question on something did you ever have this issue with something in your day i promise you he'd be like yeah let's talk about whatever i don't care but like exactly you know that's yeah. also something that he's never going to like <clears throat> advertise it's not gonna be john calipari talking right about he's never thing. gonna but like that's the right. point like someone needs to be doing it though and like that's mm-hmm. the thing because really what you need there it has to go beyond harbaugh i look at nil as like the head coach's responsibility there is is really to be as supportive as he or she can be agree but it's the school's responsibility to come up with like a complete department, probably, that's just like, we are going to churn this. And Michigan, that's what I think you've seen fans get a little frustrated. It's like, why it's, haven't we I, seen... I, I agree with you that that's the way yeah. it needs to be. But like, you know as well as I do, man, like for any kid that's being recruited, when it comes from the head coach, oh, yeah. it's completely different. Versus when it's Joe Smith... They need to be working hand in hand. Sending you a PowerPoint or whatever the hell. I don't even know what they look at now. But, like, (laughs) it's different. Like, you can see that certain head coaches that are going and being like, and they're saying it. They're delivering it. And and that's a different different deal. It's the ones that are always uh, fastest to adjust. You know what I mean? Like, it's a sleeker. And that's that's the. That's the thing with with Harbaugh, like Mel Tucker. I mean, they've they've been um, they've tweeted or uh, gotten their social team. They've had that involved with NIL stuff long before this was. They were one of the first teams, or one of the first, I guess, like social teams or whatever, to, uh, with an online presence that I can remember. Back, oh god, it was like when it was starting to pick up steam. I mean, they were like, whenever this happens, we're going to be ready, you know, that kind of thing, and. Right. We just haven't heard that as much from Michigan. I'll be – one of the reasons I, I thought about uh, Harbaugh with this was the uh, a, a question or a curiosity I have is what would happen if nowadays you think of that iconic picture yeah. of Harbaugh with Bo, which <clears throat> – Right, okay, yeah. We're comp- complicated right now, yeah. but like if we, if we can for a with minute, him grabbing no, him? Yeah, right. Yeah, take take that take the complications aside right now for for the point of this conversation. But like that picture, yeah, famous photo, right? Yeah. It's it's a sitting head coach and it's it's a mm-hmm. player. Like if you got a thing like that now, that player wants to put it on a shirt. Yeah. What with the head coach on? You know, what yeah. I mean? like I don't know. I don't know how any of that works. And that is like point in case on yeah. how weird and gray right. so much of this like, shit. Could is. you do that? Like, because that's like. I don't. Right, I have no right. idea. I have no idea. Yeah, like if you're like, not to get too far down the rabbit hole, but if you're like one of these kids going to Memphis and you're like, I want to put me and Penny on a t-shirt, like, yeah, be pretty cool, right? Like, but I don't know if you can do that. That's a good question. Anyway, we've got you got anything else you want to touch on the uh, the <laughs> like name image? No, like the fan think, the fan what? sites buy an interview time. <laughs> Oh, I mean, Jesus Christ. This is, um, 
Look, these places, to me, I feel like 10, 15 years ago, I would be losing my mind. Right. And and I would be, I'd be on the stump higher and mightier. Five years ago, I probably would have been too. Here's the deal. Tell you the truth. Here's the deal. It's like everything else. The, the readers and consumers of content that get it are going to be the ones that get it. And the people that don't, yep. don't. And so if, if you want to consume, like, and look, you can do it. It can be interesting stuff coming out of that, I'm sure. Yeah, right? probably. And depends that, on the kid. And that, yeah. a cert, and that a certain portion of, of a fan base, whatever, will enjoy. And there is nothing wrong with that. No. Right? Whatever. And they can profit and that is totally fine. As long as, you know, a lot of the people that need, that consider themselves intelligent fans yeah. are, are recognizing. Oh, yeah. No, they're. Yeah. The, the, the conflict of interest, the many issues that arise, and the people, like, I feel like who we write for. No, they won't care. They, they, there are, there are people. I'm sure there's crossovers that might want to consume yeah. some of that stuff, and that's totally fine. But I think they get yeah. it, you know. And I think they get. Oh, the they already get. Yes, hundred percent. Yeah. And yeah, our like, audience, we can gets slam it, yeah. our heads against the wall trying to come, trying to explain shit to people on Twitter. But it's just a fucking losing <laughs> battle. It's like arguing for vaccinations, right? You're just like, listen, man, you're you're doing it or you're not. And at this point, I don't give a shit. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I agree. It's like. It is what it is. I, for one, actually kind of think it's... I actually was like, I, well, good, good. Now we have a scorecard and we can exactly. finally That's once a great and for point. all say, well, your opinion now on this team and this subject forever comes with a yes. uh, check, check. Also, check mark, they paid this person, you know, to, you know, like, I mean, like, fine. Like, yeah. now we know. I, we already knew. But, like, Mm-hmm. So in, in a lot of ways, like our audience of people are the people I always sort of think about when it's like, that's easier. You cross that off the list, whatever they say yeah. beyond whatever they're reciting in an interview, like that's all cool. But like their opinion on anything relating to that team and anything else is not valid. Like it's not valid and it will never be valid. And as far as I'm, you know, in any objective situation, right. and I think as long as people are... It- you know, keeping that in mind, then it's fine. It it does. There there is a right now a I don't know if low lying is the right way to say it. there. There is definitely an underlying fear, though, or concern. I should say not fear. That's overstating, but a concern of you know when you pay for access, yeah. you know that chips away yeah, at opportunities for being able to do yeah. things. It's going to be bad. a certain way, and when. As someone who covers Doth, right, where it is mm-hmm. so abundantly pay for play yes. and it's convoluted and so watered down into just like, yeah, we're all in this together. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Like, I don't, I don't care. I'm just trying to say what is real, what is here, ask you real questions. Yes, I live in the real say, world. <laughs> and, and distill it, right? And distill right. it for. For a reader, trying that's, to make sense of this. That's for what people. <laughs> that's what I try to do to the best of my ability, yeah. right? Um, and for this to kind of infiltrate the college level, um, 
is going to get it's going to get wonky. Yeah. It, it is going to get tricky, and there's going to be times where um, you know I wonder if I might approach a player or something and say, "Hey, you know, I, I've." I understand this is part of your history, whatever. This is something I'd like to explore, yeah. maybe see if you, you want to talk about it and do a story. And if the answer becomes, you know, okay, well, I'm going to need money, this and that. And then you you have to say like, look, I understand that that, mm-hmm. <laughs> if you want that a thousand dollars or whatever, that's fine. But we, I can't do that. My company can't do that. This, that's yeah. not what we do. You know, it's, it's independent writing. Is there going to come a time where that then then yes. that's that's the end of it? And, yes. and and you know what? Like, and I can't, I'm, I I would never begrudge anybody, and I run into it on the PGA Tour all the time. I would never, you know, if if that's what you want to do, that's within your right. But like, yeah, for people that enjoy that type of content and that enjoy, you know, truly, <laughs> yeah, right, storytelling that is not kind of corrupted by someday I don't know dependence of access and 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 money and whatever and real stories real, real stories that that's going to get chipped away at someday and it is concerning. that should be concerning because it is going to get chipped away and it is going to change how anything is covered I mean it's already been happening it's been happening for years in college athletics. And look, there could be anti-media um, people out there who listen to this and say, like, well, you don't deserve any of that shit. Yeah, fair enough. Thing, you know, whatever. But, you know, whatever. you know, I understand. That's, that's fine. We disagree. I can understand but. both sides of it because, like, the other side of that, mm-hmm. you know, the business manager person that you know, we were talking about earlier would tell that player, like, your story um, is valuable. It's content. Yes. And it can be content and it can be profitable. We can make money on it. So, like, your story yes. should be protected and only done the way we want to do it. And like someday somewhere along the way, everyone probably has to learn this lesson and maybe people will start remembering it, but like organic stuff, um, that isn't staged and isn't filtered, isn't washed and isn't obviously scrubbed. And you know what, if it's scrubbed once, everyone knows it. If you've Right. Set up anything, it's obvious. If you think you're pulling one over on people, you're not. Like, we all get it. Right. That stuff is always better, and it's always, in the end, more valuable and more profitable for the person. It just always is. Right. And so I think that what you'll see is an interesting dance between the people who understand that and the people who don't, and it's going to be very strange. <laughs> but, like, in college... Most of it's going to be the sanitized stuff. I mm-hmm. would just think that's just how it's going to default. And I mean, we've o- we we've always had to go through sports information yeah. departments, right? And like, they're kids, so a to a degree, role. you know, fine. And, you know, right? and yeah, and, and we approach it like I mean, you you and I when we're yeah, dealing with we it's, right. it's an eighteen year old, it's a nineteen year old, it's right. a twenty year old. There there have been things that like when it comes to a kid and their family, right? Right. That like I have spoken to parents. And been like, look, man, like this is your sh- this, this is your, your life. shit. This is your your yeah. life. And if me writing about the kid ends up complicating We're things, and you're right. not down with that, this is not an expose. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Like, right. they're they're like you. And I know that you know of yeah. a couple of instances of like kids that have some wild ass stories that it just it never happened because of those types of things. But like, I'm gonna I'll give you a really good example from like PGA shit. So like this Bryson DeChambeau, who's the most kind of eccentric, right. polarizing guy out there, yeah. um, 
you know, there's there's no unfiltered access to him. Everything Bullshit. is yeah. right. pay for play. And I was asked to do a story for him leading into the November Masters, the Fall Masters, the COVID one. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to get any access to him. And even if I do, it's going to be so filtered yeah. and shitty that it's worthless. So I ended up going and like I interviewed all of his the high the uh, high school coaches mm-hmm. that he played for in other sports. Oh when yes, he was a t- when he was a teenager, a story, you know. Yeah. And it was like maybe that offers kind of mm-hmm. insight into who this guy is. And I never spoke to him. I asked him one question at the uh, Masters press conference, but like that's the de- when everything becomes filtered. Like anyone that wants to tell a true story and a real story, you're gonna yeah, find a way. Buddy. You know what? I, that's and, what. <laughs> I mean, the, there, there's other people were there. The there's going to be like, <laughs> hey, man, uh, if this guy's this guy's out there and and is yeah. you know a a a figure in in the sporting arena that we write about, like, I'm going to find a way to tell the story that <laughs> gives my readers a real you know any any kind of insight. And it's yeah. not a hit piece, right? It's not like necessarily looking for something bad, but it's like I'm going to find something. Of real, course, you look. Know, and like, but I also don't want to have to do that for an eighteen-year-old. Well, no, but my advice to uh, college athletes, and we can move on from the NIL after this one. My advice to college yeah. athletes would be: if you have a, if you have someone in your life calling themselves a brand manager or anything with the word brand in the title, and they're telling you that they can control anything more than the conversation that you and that person are having, then you need to get out of that relationship right now because they can't. Like they can't, they can't control any more. Than you know, you and I could, but uh, that's a separate conversation. Well, look at here. I mean, everyone, everyone's making, looking to make money. Of course, of and that's and that goes for the that goes for everyone spot. across the board. Right, and like I'll, I'll tell you what, man, doing the having to do that Amani mm. story, like that was like an interesting glimpse into That'd what this wild. you know possible world looks yeah. like, right? Cause He's going to college, right? I, I, uh, if I had a bet Crazy. right now, yeah, and he's going to college so. to make money. He's going to make money, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's going to make a oh, lot yeah. of money. Yeah, crazy. I mean, that changed like that, man. It, I mean, nil change the numbers being thrown around for nil. Well, with Amani, <laughs> the numbers being thrown around for nil <laughs> changed yeah. their. I think their their picture, but also. His kind of his ranking, his rep, his whatever, took a hit mm. in the last few months, and I think the interesting from my relatively educated uh, opinion, um, the numbers that they were thinking that were going to be coming out of like a G yeah. League, whatever, th- it's not, not that. Wow. It's not that. So. Um, it's far closer to the Jalen Green yeah, yeah, yeah. 500K, right. you know, as opposed to like record breaking G League yeah, money yeah. deals to get this iconic generational player, mm-hmm. right? Which for a long time was kind of the bank. He's going to be an the, iconic generational player. That's at yeah. the end of the rainbow. We don't need to worry about any of this shit. And now suddenly it's, oh shit, college. Yeah. Right. It is now actually a more valuable avenue. And if that's the best for his game, I don't know. Mm. But that's where kind of things stand on that. It's another uh, podcast but for another day. Yeah, I mean, I uh, I think it's uh, <laughs> Memphis. Uh, you know, maybe Oregon outside shot, but uh, 
crazy. Crazy indeed, uh, though I do want to stick with Michigan State here. Uh, you were supposed to... Yeah, I want to talk some athletic. You were director. supposed to have a podcast with Colton when I was on vacation, and you didn't. So we're going to talk about Michigan State football too. Okay, you make it sound like I, I, you make it sound like I ducked it oh, or something. It was he Colton's had, fault, but no, it was no one's fault. It was no one's fault. Colton got sick, so it's whatever. So we'll talk about Michigan Colton State football sick. today. Colton was sick, so it was his. But fault. <laughs> before we get into that, uh, Bill yeah. Beekman, Michigan State athletic director, yes, um, who had been there. In what has to be one of the more interesting runs as an athletic director, uh, is uh, stepping aside, which is probably not a shock, uh, I would say, to anyone, or really even surprising. Um, you've uh, spent some time with Bill Beekman, you wrote about him, um, or spent time yeah. researching him, if nothing else. Um, curious your sort of thoughts on uh, his whole sort of run there um, before you get into the rest, but like it was an interesting. Uh, Interesting time for uh, Mr. Beekman. I don't. Uh, it's a little all over the place there. It is. I mean, he was always an unnatural yeah. fit. Always kind of an odd. And he seemed to pick. know that it was. Know? He was hot. He he was very yeah, self aware. I will give him a. It, I will give him exceeding yeah. amounts of credit for that. Um, but like the there was always this kind of weird. I don't know. For anyone that was really paying attention, this kind of the circumstances of his hiring was always just so yeah. strange because not to take aside or, or take out right the the just firestorm of Nasser and everything that he was hired within. Um, he was hired by John Engler. Yeah. Who was like at the time just like the most controversial yeah. figure in the entire state? It was such a massive yeah. shit show. And this was like right every in the time the guy, when he got, yeah. every time Engler opened his mouth, it was a shit yes, show for many weeks. The, the board, the board was murdering each each other. Yep, going <laughs> like on radio it was, shows. And it was stuff. just like it was just a hot box, and then Engler, as an interim president. Yeah. Decides to hire an AD and give him a five-year contract. Right, just out of nowhere. Was absurd. Totally absurd. Um, But he just did it because, for various reasons, not limited to uh, Izzo, D'Antonio coming in and basically hiring their own boss. So, right? Um, Jeez. (laughs) The... But to Bill's... Credit, if that's the right word, I don't know. Like, I mean, he inherited an insane Ugh. situation, um, mm-hmm. and then ran it into ran it through a pandemic, and like Michigan, you know, hi, had to hire a head football coach. Yeah, it never got multiple hirings. Slower for him. Yeah, you know, the the financial situation is like not good. Has been at times bordering on a complete disaster. Yes. Um, and like he for a guy who's never been an athletic director, for yeah, guy who's never it, worked uh, in athletics, he he did kind of. I thought so too. Through, yeah, I mean, you know, without like careening the thing off mm-hmm. of a cliffside, which could have oh really a thousand times. Happened, I think yeah, you right. know, like he he got it, uh, and I'm sure there's people you know who have varying opinions yeah, yeah, on, yeah. on the job he did. And, and, you know, talk to anyone from swimming and diving, they'll give you a oh, different yeah. version oh, of yeah. events. But, like, shit, man. 
in terms of like you think of the plane mm-hmm. right that's going down and is right yeah you know, feels like it's in a free for all and everyone's you know white knuckle and grabbing the that's all it was the, the, the whole the, time the armchairs and then it lands yeah. and everyone kind of nervously applauds right yeah uh, right like that that kind of feels like the, the beat right. and the plane has landed so State. like now we're like right. rattling on the runway and seeing what happens now exactly like like <laughs> I, I, I because i don't know like i and I don't think anyone anyone uh-huh. knows like just quite enough about like what position Michigan State is in in various things. Like I would never be like he was amazing, right? <laughs> right like <yeah>. unbelievable <laughs> job. Like look, there's a reason that he's moving out right now. Of right? course, yeah. And I think a lot of it has to do with contention from the the board and 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 there's just all kinds of weird stuff there. But like he's moving yeah. out, right? And if he'd done an absolutely unbelievable job, he would probably still right. have the job. But um, for a guy who didn't really know what he was getting into and said as much out loud, like, didn't expect this, don't know what I'm doing here, yeah. but I'm going to do my I best. Just, like, He did okay. He pulled them out of, like, a lot of fires right as they were about to get burned. Uh, badly, I feel mm-hmm. like. Like, that's how I would sort of describe a lot of what I saw. Just, you know, and I wasn't in there. You know, it was just a lot of it was external observation, but, like, there was a lot of times we were just like, like the football coaching surge. It's just like that could have really gone into the shitter like very quickly, very quickly. But even a more experienced um, AD, it would never have been that public. There no, have been, like, but that's it the been point. Like it wasn't smooth right. at all. Um, like, you know, it wasn't. <laughs> I mean, like it was clunky and it got Luke yeah. Fickle paid, you know, and I mean, a lot of things happened there, but like. Fuck, they I ended up with Mel Tucker. Right. I mean, you know, and and yeah. again, like you said it at the top, the financial situation there is has not been what anyone would consider to be great, and they are not out of the woods by any means on any of that. So right. the next athletic director, we can talk about that in a second, but like there are things that the next person is going to have to deal with financially that are in, they're going to impact everything. Like they got Mel Tucker to come here, that was a save at the end, but they got Mel Tucker to come here with a giant financial promise. That has to be backed up. So, like, there are things that the next AD is going to have to deal with. But you're right. Like, Beekman, it never slowed down for him. It was just this, like, constant hurricane of stuff that never mm-hmm. ended. And the thing that I guess I remember about him the most is he never seemed to let any of it bother him. He was just always like, whatever. Like, we're here and well, we're getting sued I mean, by 800 people like, at all times, you know? Yeah, yeah right. We think, for True. all we know, he was sitting in Losing his desk it. in the basement yeah, right. of his place, you know, That's every, fair. every night dream, like, what in the but hell But he seemed to have a steady-ish hand like, in some of those cases, so... And, like, I, I will say, like, everyone I talked to the day that he left, and it's from board mm-hmm. members, ex-board people, athletic department people, people do come, when it comes to Bill, everyone does come back to, like... I mean, he's he, he's a good guy. He was putting yeah, in he was trying spot. to make it work. And like, and and I like I hate saying that. You we've talked about this. Like, I hate yeah, same. Anyone that I don't know, I hate using the term. He's like, a good guy. He's a I good no guy. Yeah, right. Because nine times out of ten, it bites you square in the ass. <laughs> he's a horrible guy. <laughs> you know, yeah, right. Like some fucked up thing happens, comes out later. Yeah. And it's like, oh, that's what it okay, seemed like. Cool. Yeah, definitely. But but I'm just I'm just saying like this is from. People who've known him for a long time were like, "Look, man, like Bill didn't ask for that mm-hmm. job. He got that job, and 
Yeah, he was told do a job, and yeah. and, and and did his damnedest yeah. to to figure it out. Right. You know what I mean? Like I remember when when he and I sat down, um, and I was and I said to him, uh, you know, what a year ago when you thought about you know your next ten years, what did you think your next job was going to be? Hmm. Not this. Yeah, <laughs> and he was like, I. I I thought and I hoped that like I could maybe be the president of like a very small college oh, somewhere yeah. in Michigan. You yeah. know what I mean? Like just the most like Hillsdale or mon- something. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. A job where nobody would no really one care. Know yeah. you, would, you would live out <laughs> right. your life. Just be a normal person. Don't we all wish peace. we could do that? And, quite, <laughs> <laughs> and that's what he thought. And instead, you sorry, know, Bill, uh, had this job, <laughs> which like it's like the odds of this ending well. Or ending good, or ending in anything right. <laughs> good, short of <laughs> underwhelming, yeah, short of right. your house being yeah. egged or something <laughs> like. Pretty slim, yeah. man. Pretty slim. I always so, looked at it as like you know, Beekman. He survived. Beekman is probably the guy, if I had to guess, that they looked in a room and said, "Who can take the most shit?" Because yeah. we're about to. <laughs> we're about. To, who can stand up to it? And like. That's oh, what I think he'll Jesus probably. Christ, he was the he was the mediator yeah. for that board, stand up. which was like yes, the the sharks right. and the jets. I think that's what it was. It was <laughs> except like, old and wealthy and insane. Beacon was revealed to be like one of the only maybe, and I guess you could debate this because of course yeah. he's going to be loyal to the school in every matter. But like in terms of there's layers of it, but like one of the only objective voices maybe in the room that would just be like he's he can take it. If, like, stuff has to fly, he can, like, hold, he can keep it together and not, like, lose his mind in, in you know, and, like, fall apart here. Because it's going to get, it's going to be a mess, you know. And this was, and, you know, so that's how I looked at yes. it. Yes. Yeah. And and I will say about Bill, which you can't say about a number of people in higher education and especially in athletics, is, like, at the end of the day, the guy was going to make the decision that was going to be best for Michigan yeah. State, not yep. himself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's kinda, like a soldier type thing. Th- there's a degree of there is a degree of that totally. which probably he was, was yeah. the the foundation for what he was able to kind yeah. of maneuver through the in his tenure without you know it blowing up in his face. So, uh, but what do you think? So, what do you think? I, well, that's what I was going to ask you. What's, what's best? What's best for Michigan? I State? mean, you have now the question you have to ask yourself is: Did Bill Beekman? drive them through the larger part of a storm and now you're just at the other side of that and he's landed the plane and now you got to get him off the plane and get somebody else in here to start a brand new vision? Or do you want someone to carry over anything that you've sort of set up here? I mean, that's the question. Because if you want to do that, then you have someone like Alan Haller already there and like he's been well-respected there for quite a while. He was involved in the... Tucker situation, the Tucker hire anyway, the search and all this. He's been involved in all kinds of stuff. So, like, that would make the most sense to me. Maybe it makes the most sense anyway. I don't know. But when you start to go outside with athletic directors, it can really start to get slippery with that one. Because sometimes it works. And sometimes you Mm -hmm. land on the self-serving AD who's just like, uh, me and my PR team are coming in here to like get my message out here and yes. then leave immediately, <laughs> yes. right? When yes. you'll be in shambles, you know. So that you know that's a devil you know job 
as much as anything else uh, in my experience. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, my my question when it comes to Allen is like, I I don't and I don't know him at all. Right. But like, with I know people speak I, highly of him. So I would yeah. love I would love to know what the books look like. Right. Like, yes. what exactly is the financial situation? And because whoever's coming in that thing is going to be is going to need to be a beast of a fundraiser. Yeah. Like that guy that's is going to job. need to be able, to, right? Going to need to be able to generate serious cash flow, right? Uh, so whether you know whether he or she is someone who comes from the traditional side of athletics, yeah. right, or the outside person, that's that's like the deal right now when it comes to these hirings. It seems like it's do you want someone with the traditional athletics background, or are you going? Yeah. Outside, someone who is more of the CEO money type, right? So, my understanding of Michigan State money. and how things yeah. happen at Michigan State and how the board operates over there. Look, I'd be stunned if it's not yeah, that's what I was like. Right, based on and all evidence that we have, you know, you know what I mean. Like, there's like, no, they're gonna talk about. Seventeen other people. Like and it's he, gonna be here's happening. the like. Here's my question. And it might be the who best there is going to go and make the hire that is like I don't know, Allen. The <laughs> a, a a stunning you Alan. know an about face of we're going to bring an outsider in to shake things up at Michigan State. Who's the most powerful person at Izzo, Michigan State? But like the Tom person Izzo. that would be and Tom Izzo is not interested. No, but the person that they would send out to go find that person would be Allen. They would be like, Alan, go hire this guy. Right. Go down. So, like, yeah, that's that, the one where, to me, it that. makes the most sense. Because it's like, Alan's the person they would trust to go, like, vet someone, right? I would think that, am I wrong in saying that? Like, I think that they would, Sounds Alan like would be on whatever committee you have to hire the next athletic director. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, to me, right. that's someone that you should probably be, and they probably are, I mean, to be fair. So, and that's not, but, but you know, of, maybe there's someone no comes old in. coach. Yeah. No, none of that. No old coach in America has any interest <laughs> no. in any outsider coming oh. in and being like, here's my yes. vision. And Allen, I think, played football here at Michigan State. So he's an athlete, right? I mean, that's... Has probably known for a long time. For how many yeah. years? Like, and we look at I mean, we look at Ward Manual at Michigan and like people dump on Ward a lot. And that's just part of the job, right? Athletic directors get dumped on. And part of the job is being able to sort of like understand how coaches operate, but also being able to have that stuff like fall off your back and be able to kind of keep going forward and not be emotional yeah. about it. And like a lot of times athletes, that's why, you know, often, you know, are the best candidates for these jobs because it's like they have the right mindset for it. They understand the coaches. They get what someone like Tom is not going to want. it's such a hard yeah. balance in that job, yeah. man. Like it's it such is. a hard balance in that job. Look. An eight and a good power five AD. Seventy mm-hmm. percent of your job is fundraising. That is not like yeah, a and, and the former players never want to do it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Seventy yeah. percent of your job is fundraising. Yeah. And yes, there are plenty of ex athletes who are business majors who are more than capable of doing that. I'm not. I'm sure. not saying that. I'm just. What I'm saying is... It's not the favorite thing, though. Like, <laughs> exactly. The the idea of like I'm going to go run an athletic department and yeah. be you know, help, help my coaches, yeah. right. And, and help my alma mater and help the, the, um, 
you know, raise up the athletic department and, and give these kids everything they want. Yes, that is part of the job. The real job, yeah. though, is getting the, the, the seven-figure or the, I'm sorry, like the... It's uh, the big money, yeah. It's the, the eight figures. Yeah, eight. Yeah, the well, yeah. The, the, the eight I mean, people dumped on... For the football. And so. rightly so. Dumped on Dave Brandon mm-hmm. all the time, right? Like, I mean, and rightly so. The guy, I mean, there were things that he did... I think he was pretty... Right, when you look guy. back, right? My God. I mean, that was a hell of a time to be alive, right? How many cigarettes <laughs> did we smoke during the Dave Brandon era, for crying out loud? But anyway, like, but Dave Brandon also, like, churned every penny out of that place. And, like, Michigan, I mean, Michigan had money before, but, like, it's forgotten, mm-hmm. I think, by people that, like, it wasn't that long ago, like, a, pretty much before Bill Martin, I guess. They were kind of a mess. Yeah. And, like, I mean, I think some mm-hmm. would, like, I think Bill Martin would tell you that he started to fix a lot of that. And Dave Brandon would tell you that he was the one who fixed, but whatever. It got repaired, but like it took a while, and like it wasn't that long ago that Michigan's finances were like, how are how are your finances a mess? But they were, and right. so like, you know, where they weren't where they should have been, maybe you know, and mm-hmm. uh, those types sometimes can really can really help because Michigan's not in a spot financially, and no, you wouldn't expect right. them to be, I guess. But like, we've seen the budgets from more manual, we've seen the reserves and everything else, and it's like they don't project to have really any colossal situation here, and we didn't anticipate that, but like. They also yes. typically do a very good job with fundraising. Of course, it's a better, it's a different scenario. Michigan State, you got to work a little harder. I think that that's, and I think a lot of ads are going to look at that job and say Mark Hollis was there, and Mark Hollis was a pretty, uh, you know, dedicated fundraiser who would go and see every single person and shake every single hand, and it was hell on earth for Mark Hollis to raise a dime at Michigan State. You know what I mean? Like, how many times did he yeah. fight to get? Dan Gilbert's money, you know, all these people. And you got money. It happened. But, like, I don't think it was easy. Yeah, rode, you know? a, rode a jet ski over to yeah. uh, Dan Gilbert's house. <laughs> right. So, to get the, uh, not easy. The, the work done at uh, Breslin. Yeah. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. DirecTV gives you access to apps like Netflix and live sports right next to each other. I don't get it. Let me put it in pigeon terms. It's like that one amazing dumpster with the old fruit and cardboard all in one place. How am I supposed to keep up with illustrative metaphors when you are making me so hungry? Get live TV and streaming apps together without a satellite. Visit directtv.com. Requires high-speed internet-connected Gemini device and separate paid subscription to watch Netflix on DirecTV. Terms and restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, all right, we have. We're, you know what? Rambling. Let's um. Let's. We're gonna rattle through these. Get the questions, questions and we'll do football uh, next week. Get the questions. You got any pull up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That works. Uh, I need to watch some film <laughs> for our football conversation too. So, all right, uh, Richard Schumacher. Right. Finish this sentence. Jawan Howard coaching USA basketball would be blank. Um, I would say jumping the line. Wow. One hour coaching, <laughs> like the Team USA, the Olympic team? Yeah, I'm, I'm sure he would do extremely well coaching USA Basketball. But USA Basketball is very much a, uh, 
uh, caste system is that I the right way? Jumping the line. Yeah, you, that's you spend you spend multiple years who's, as an assistant. Who's coaching it now? U eighteen, oh, and then you go to the U twenty, and then you do this, and you do this, and you. Juwan Howard still at the end of the day has only been a head coach for two years. Uh, like Jay Jay Wright with his two national championships was an assistant mm-hmm. to Popovich. So I would say Jay Wright probably gets a nod before uh, Juwan Howard. That being said, in terms of uh, you with gold medals, you want to go negotiating home. the personalities of these teams right. and things like that. Juwan would probably be the most. I would think so. Uh, yeah. Yeah, the most equipped uh, to actually coach USA basketball, but that's a different right. question. Yeah, that interesting. Would so be I'll my say he, I'll say he would be. So my blank would be most equipped butt skipping. <laughs> yeah, jumping ahead is yeah right. Uh, that'd be interesting. That'd be good for recruiting if nothing else. Even to be on staff. Here's yeah. one for you from Robert. Uh, who's the most underutilized football player in the Harbaugh area? My vote would be Chris Evans. With Nico Collins as a close second, uh, this is a this is an interesting question, just because of the pro players yeah. that they've produced. I mean, uh, in in terms of their uh, underutilized and like underperforming, I suppose are different. Like underutilized, like yeah. Evans is the one that everyone thinks about a lot. With that one, it's a good one, um, and Nico, I guess to a degree. But like Evans was a guy that Harbaugh signed and just didn't have the offense that was like. He, right. You know, and, like, Chris is a really good kid, and, like, he was a talented kid, and they knew he was talented, but they were just not ready for him. So he is a he is probably, offensively, the best example, because, like, he would be perfect for what they're doing now, and he would have been terrific in that several years ago, and you saw him get drafted based on just that. He went to the Senior Bowl and, like, did all of the things that we know he can do, because they just weren't running that off. <laughs> they weren't running an offense that would accentuate that. Um... That's a really interesting question, and it's it's harder to answer because I guess there's a lot of things that go around. I mean, I almost there are days that I I look at like Jabril Peppers and think it's him because right. there are days yeah. that I look at yeah. Jabril still, and I know that he's having and he's starting to. Um, I think he's starting to get his feet under him in the NFL now as a safety, and like it's you know going to work out for him and all that. Like there are days I still look back and be like, you, you, maybe you should have brought him in here and like he should have been a tailback, and like that first, and then you figure out whatever after that. But it, it was such a hard thing with him because he could do. It was so hard. He could do they, so they many things to do everything um, because he was so abundant. Yeah, and I think that it was yeah. all. It all went from good intentions. Like I, I didn't really. There was more there clearly they, that they could have gotten out of Jabril. Um, I don't think it was for lack of effort, but it was like you wish looking back for, for those people involved there and for people, Michigan, I'm sure wishes it too. Like you wish you had a more Jabril friendly offense, I guess that, that he could have fit into right. because man, like they, I mean, every time you go back and you watch like even him on like a seven yard punt return, you're just like, every time he touched the ball, people stopped. Like people were like, you go back and you like D'Antonio right. that uh, you were right at that game. The one where he called back to back timeouts because he was like we're not moving until i figure out what this guy's out of the field for like when i saw d'antonio do that i was like this is not a chomp coach over here like d'antonio at that Mm -hmm. point had been like he had been crowned as like the guy who knew how to turn you know he was the he was a dude so like when he's reacting like that and all these other people he was like a freshman or sophomore at this point so like 
that's a guy that I look at and people bring him up all the time. And it's hard to say that because he was a Heisman finalist. That he was great for them defensively that year, better than people ever gave him credit for. Um, and they did get yeah. a ton out of him. But like, it always felt like because he could do so much that man, like ugh, maybe there was a different path that could have been more efficient. But yeah, that's splitting hairs too. That's that's hard to. And Rashawn is one that everyone would bring up too, Gary. But I I wouldn't. That would be more about production was lower. For a number of reasons, some of which yeah, how much of that con- was on Michigan? Yeah. How much of that some was of on it him? was beyond his control, and some of it wasn't. You know, like right. it was always my right. understanding when he came in here, he wanted to play a specific position, and they let him play that position. Like what he was playing at Michigan was not going to be what he was going to be in the NFL, and it really wasn't what yeah. they were going to get the most out of him at. But that's what he wanted to play, and that's where he played, mm-hmm. and that's sort of how it went, and. I also don't think Rashawn had a bad career. I mean, I, I, he was hurt, but like, it could have been better. You know, it's the same kind of thing you, you talk about a lot of these guys. It's an interesting question, though, because especially in the last five years, because there's been so many guys in football that are coming out that are in that spot where it's like, I, they might be changing positions or changing sides of the ball because the game is changing so fast right now. You just you sure. have to pick a lane with them and like hope that it's the right lane and like. I see coaches get shit on a lot for that, for making the wrong, you know, just to the left. And it's like, that's a tough call. I, I hate dumping yeah. on them for that because it's like, sometimes sometimes it's egregious. You know, like I'm covering the Lions right now and we I just got done, you know, we just got done talking to a linebacker in the spring who told us Patricia had him weighing 270 last year and then a nose tackle saying that he, Patricia had him weighing 270 last year. And you're like, mm-hmm. what is going on? So like, that didn't happen, right? I haven't seen that, but like there are little things. Right. So tough call, but good question though. It's an interesting one to think about. From Zach, of any coach or GM you've covered, which one could you could you have done a better job, or could could have done a better job? Which one could have done a better job? Which one could have done a better job? Maybe is I I assume Zach. I don't know if he's asking about us covering the coach or the coach. Himself of any coach or GM you've covered, which one could you have done a better so job? Like, is there one that you could have? Could we have done a better, better job than then? they did in their job? And the answer is no. <laughs> I could not. That's an incredible. I could not question. have outcoached uh, any coach that I've covered. No, I mean I'm not a coach. I mean, like that's again to the point that we were just saying. Like, I mean, I hate that question as much as it is entertaining to talk about because it's like. It's Jabril is the is the answer, but you have to understand that they did everything they right. could think of to like max him out. You know what I mean? Like they did. That's just how it went. It was just maybe here or there you tweak it, and maybe it goes a different way, and who knows, right? So, yeah, tough call. Right. Uh, let's see. Anybody in hoops that you'd say that with? Underutilized. Who who would be better at their respective sport if you made them play right now? Dan Campbell, Juwan Howard, Jim Harbaugh, or the broken back <laughs> of BF Quinn hitting perfect drives down the fairway? In all seriousness, is it just me or are more former players coaching yeah. these days? Yeah, I mean the the power shift back thing to too, by the way to the players is is totally obvious. It's awesome. To be honest with you, I'm just going to tell you. It's going to make it better. It's probably yeah. it's, it's better. For it's the great. Players. I mean, I hope it works for a lot of these guys. I do because 
they're refreshing to be around. I mean, like, you were covering a former player at Michigan, and I know that Juwan is, like, a difficult guy sometimes with media stuff, but, like, mm-hmm. I've seen some of Juwan's interactions, and, like, they are refreshing because, like, he's not bullshitting. He's just telling you what's happening yeah. in the most simple way that's also, like, not simple, but it's, you know what I mean? Like, these guys who've been through it, I think it's great. I hope I hope it works for all of them. But to answer the question, who would be able to play their best now? It's not Harbaugh. His body is completely destroyed, and he still yeah. hasn't gotten yeah. any of that fixed. I don't think, which can't be good for him. I think a hip. Campbell is in pretty good shape. Harbaugh's like one hand. Yeah, it's looks all like. banged you know those, the finger. Uh, you know those spoons that are made for scooping pasta that oh, have yeah, like the, um, prongs on them and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's what like his a claw. Hand looks like. <laughs> yes. So it's not him. Yeah. Looks like a garbage. He's disposal. too old. Yeah. Campbell, although um, Campbell is in good shape and looks like he could still bench like 800 pounds. But he's also like, I've noticed, um, actually we wrote about it the other day. He's got the knee sleeve on already. Mm. You know, he's got a, because he moves around. So I've got, mm-hmm. I mean, he's always moving. But he's in good shape. Juwan might be the answer, though. Juwan could probably play five minutes in an NBA game, right? Without looking embarrassing, without yeah. it being a total debacle. Like yeah. he could, he could blend in for five minutes of an NBA game and be fine. Yeah, he could hide. I would guess yeah. right now. Uh, he's probably yeah. the answer, and which is crazy yes. because he's not that young. <laughs> he's forty-eight, I think. Like, offhand, like I'm Campbell sure. is in good shape for like a regular human, is what I would say. Like yeah. Campbell. Yes. I, you know, I think it's because he's moving around so much, he probably works out and stuff too. But like, yeah, he, you know, he's fit, in good shape. But like, I don't think he would be able to go back out there and run around without his body exploding yeah. or whatever. So, no, Juwan's the answer there. Uh, we will leave it on All this right. because we, as we tend to do, we try to go on a positive right. note. Uh, from Hoover Street of Michigan, Michigan State, and the Lions, which team can give their fans the highest ceiling of hope for this oh my year? God. Um, it's a sad state of affairs. It's probably... Uh, probably the Lions, because they have the lowest level of... Um, they have the lowest bar. I mean, you know, like if a couple things happen that are surprising that result in a couple of young players like having good years, but the team sucks. More fans are going to be okay with that than they are yeah. in like if Michigan State and Michigan State would be above Michigan in that case. So I'd say Lions one, Michigan State two, Michigan three. Okay. Michigan State would be in the yeah. middle. Like if Michigan State has a seven or eight win season, I think people would be like, hey, that's pretty cool. They'd be excited. Sure. But like if Michigan State goes four and eight. That- then the then the new AD better make sure he locks down Mel Tucker because if they win eight games, yeah, buddy, <laughs> that's going to be interesting. So better watch yourself. Right? But if they go four and eight or three and nine, like right, nobody's going to be here for that. Uh, and then Harbaugh, obviously, it's just all in like people are just like, if you don't win every game by eighty, you could get the you know like you could get the hell. I mean, it's just. I don't know Dude, how this is going to go. I don't think expectations are that. I don't. I don't, I, man. I don't think it's as insane as it has been in in my time, at least. But it's history. different because, like, it's if, the end of this. If they win, here. if they win eight or nine games and they don't, and their pants don't fall down in in their losses, I think I think people will be relatively okay. I'm, we'll see. I mean, I wrote that in the thing Austin. I wrote earlier this week, basically, like I touched on it in one of the sub sections. I wrote where like. It came down to it where it was like, what if they 
win eight or nine games. And exactly what you said in my final note was that's why Ward Manual makes a million dollars. I'm like, it's his job to decide, you know, because I can tell you what the fan reaction is going to be, my man. If they're eight and four and the four losses are familiar, and I don't care if they're all by a touchdown, people are going to be like, get him out. Get Mm -hmm. him out. They're not going to be putting up with it. I mean, if it's the same, they're not. I don't think the fan base is in a spot where they're going to be comparing severity of losses. Eight eight or nine would still be such a dramatic improvement. But that's not what people are are judging this. But that's not. But that's not what people are going to judge this on. They're going to judge it on the full tenure. And to be fair, you get you have to take both things into account. But the full tenure should weigh more than the mess you created and how well you fixed the mess you created. But how much of the fan base do you think is logical enough to realize that? Like, I think they're tired, and I think more than you realize. Going from like, if you're going to bring him back this year, well, then there's there's zero expectation of winning ten games. That's not going to happen. No. So Doubtful. you better be comfortable with eight or nine, or just protest the year because this is your head coach. I mean, again, this is why Ward Manual makes a lot of money because this is going to be an interesting decision. It just is. Right. Like, and I've said this all year. Like, I don't think it's going to get to that. If that's the case, then it's going to be sticky. I don't think that's going to happen. Like, I don't think it's going to be. What are they going to do now? I think it's going to be right. obvious, right? Like, I just do. Yeah. I think it's either going to click for them in a way that no one expects and people are going to be surprised and they're going to look back and say like, boy, boy, Harbaugh pulled another one out of the chaos machine because that's what he does. Apparently he just only functions when things are a complete disaster and like he pulls it out or it's the exact same thing that we've seen and you have to fire him. Like you can't continue on here if it's like, well, they were six and six, which is better than two and four. Or they were seven and five, which is better than two and four. Right. Or they were eight and four with losses to Penn State, Wisconsin, Ohio State, and whoever, and Washington, you know, or whatever. And but they beat Michigan State by a field goal, you know. And it's like the, the fan base is not, and I don't think Michigan as an institution is still in the place where we're going to compare severity of losses. Now, this loss wasn't as bad as it was last time, so we're getting better. No, like that's something you do. Mel Tucker can get. Can get away with that right now. Jim Harbaugh yeah, yeah. can't get away with that right now. And I think Ward knows that too. And, you know, I think that everyone knows that for the most part. So Jim knows that too. Right. I think every that's the different thing here. The weird part. I think everyone knows what's going on here. And it's not as complicated mm-hmm. as you think, I don't think. We'll see. Sure. We'll see if it stays that sure. way. But it, it seems like that right now to me. Speaking of football yeah. season, the weekend of October 30th, Halloween weekend. Halloween's Big on weekend, a Sunday, the, 30, the 31st. Mm-hmm. Michigan, Michigan State on Saturday. Yeah. Eagles at the Lions Oh, my God. Are you Sunday. going? You getting tickets? Oh, <laughs> I'm all in. I am. Are you going to wear your Wentz jersey now that he's screwed two franchises? <laughs> no. No, no, no. No. Well, Eagles-Lions I'm should wearing, be I'm one horrible my, game, my, my man. I'm wearing my T-Steak t-shirt. That's going to be a terrible game. A terrible game. Oh, they're Just both going to be awful. Football teams. They're yeah. both going to be awful. Yeah. Well, I can't wait. But I'm Chris there. and I will save you a seat. There. <laughs> I'm there for all of it. I'm not covering it. I'm going to be out there out with my yeah, people. Right. Well, we'll have to come yeah. see it. Anyway. 
But I will not be telling anyone where I'm sitting. That is not happening. I'll be incognito. You'll be under the old dagger type sign, yeah, up in the upper deck. Hell yeah. There you go. Hell yes. All right. All right. Next week, Michigan well, State football. Ep- we'll do it, folks. I promise. Yes, we're gonna we're, we're gonna talk football next week. I'll do some research, or, something, or at least I'll, do, I'll I'll at least do enough research yeah. to ask you good yep. questions. Um, and hey, well, again, like this format can be anything. If people have suggestions or anything they'd like to see, and we can, we'll still you know bring some guests in here. Um, you know, when the time... Yeah, and I want to do some, like, retelling of uh, old games in the past. Maybe some yeah. of that, like, just sprinkled in or, you know, do some research when we actually have, like, minutes or, like, a week or yeah. two of we have nothing and we can both kind of dedicate a few hours to putting something yeah. together. But, like, yeah, I think it's just going to be this, man. Yeah, just yeah. And, Ranton I, and Raven, I think most, cussing and most people uh, seem to like this for the most part. So, like, and again, like, yeah, like, always open to uh, questions and topics if anybody's got them. So, you know where to hit us up for sure. So we appreciate everyone listening. Um, recommendations. I'm going Pittsburgh. Hey, by the way, on my recommendations for the. By page. the way, um, you are in Pittsburgh tonight. I am postponing watching AEW Wrestling Live, which is in Pittsburgh tonight. You're, is that on? Yeah. Is that live on TNT, TNT right, right now? now? Yeah. I'm gonna watch it after we uh, <laughs> after we get off this bad boy. But it's live in Pittsburgh tonight, which is exciting. I would have gone you over. Should have you, gone you, over. You've seen not given me the heads up on this. It's probably a hot show. You're missing out. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> All right, for anyone near the Pittsburgh area, Bigum Tower, or I'm sorry, Tavern. I got this in my notes. Bigum. That was an autocorrect. Bigum Tavern. It's on Bigum Street. It's way up the hill on Washington Mount or Mount Washington. Out one of the Washington out one of the neighborhoods. Yeah. Yeah, it's like up on. I think it's west of the okay. Allegheny, that side of town. I don't up know. on a hill. I'm making all this up. But, oh, yeah, it's nice. way the hell up there. Like You can see oh, the whole city from That's up there. That's awesome. There's a lot of cool spots. But this there. place is goddamn awesome. The wings were incredible. Great beer selection. Great people. Uh, the Oakmont Bre- uh, Bakery right. out by Oakmont. Tremendous. Uh, do I have anything else? the hell was that name i went to it some kind oh the church brew works was tremendous also i've been bouncing around i have a long list any of the area wawas in the (laughs) pittsburgh greater area you recommend no no man this is sheets sheets, well you know me i prefer sheets but you know that's neither here nor there that's because you're an imbecile (laughs) but that's all right The other one, Sheets the Warren. Jesus Christ. The, the Warren is a great bar, but yeah. Shout out Pittsburgh. If anyone has any recommendations to throw me, I'm here for four more days. So you got any? Hit me you up, got any good sheets out there? Keep running, <laughs> running up over my dead body, <laughs> over my dead carcass. Will I be going to a sheet? Uh, so, all right, everyone. We appreciate you listening. <laughs> We appreciate uh, you leaving the kind review in the iTunes store, which we uh, ask you to do. Subscribe to The Athletic. Yes. And uh, tip your bartenders. And so. The place where I